Matt, we're on week five, man. Week five of yeah, solid ground. Right. We we've we made it. We've arrived. That's cool. Uh, those of you that are uh, kind of tuning in, uh, Matt is our online and connections pastor, and uh, my name is Miles. I'm our uh, creative and production director. So look at all those names, titles, and cool stuff. But right. <laughs> yeah. But Matt, so I mean, you know, being that we're at week five on this, mm-hmm. um, I think we both can agree that there's like a tremendous value uh, for this this concept of you know building our life on a solid ground. Uh, believing strongly that the the word of God is a, a bedrock for yeah. us to not only like build our life on, but build a community with other people yeah. in it. For and sure. so uh, we've got some scripture uh, that we'll kind of dive in from this past week that we had uh, a teaching on, uh, and that's Joshua 24, uh, 14 through 25. I'm going to read 14 through 18, and then Matthew is going to take 19 through 25. So it goes like this. It says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, far be it from us that we would forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord, our God, who brought us and our fathers up from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery and who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way that we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us, all us, all the people, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord for he is a holy God. He's a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, no, but we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. He said, then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, the Lord, our God, we will serve and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and put in place statues, statutes and rules for them at Shechem. Awesome. And Matt, towards the end there, you got like dynamic. It was almost <laughs> like narrating. It's, it's pretty great. It's all, not quite Morgan Freeman level, but we'll take not it. Not quite. Not quite. Yeah. But no, that, it's it's strong. I think I think like the way we're looking at this passage, it's very much got this, you got a fork in the road. You know, yeah. you, you can choose the means to follow God yeah. and let your house follow after, or you cannot. And yeah. just to be clear here, it's the wrong choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, there's very much, it's it's one way or the other. You know, one would say like it's an ultimatum of choosing who you're going to serve, yeah. and, and you know that's very much what we see uh, when we're looking, especially at verse 15, where it says, "But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." And yeah. So, um, you know, knowing this is is an Old Testament book, it's Joshua, a lot of crazy, awesome works of God, but also just like some strong things yeah. happen for the people yeah. that are in this book. I guess when we kind of like look back uh, over this series. Like we said before at the very beginning, we we relished in this idea that solid ground is what we want to build our life yeah. on. 
Yeah. Right? Um, whether it's us individually or us as a familial unit or in community yeah. or whatever that looks like, uh, we have very strongly said that God is worth following. His word is mm. true. Yeah. And no matter what it is or how messy it feels to do at times, we got to pursue it. It's a good work to do. Um, and so I guess with this passage, how do you, how do you see the church and, and us as fathers, husbands, uh, all these different things, how does it play out for us when we look at this scripture? Yeah. Yeah. I think when we, you know, when we look at it, there is this like thing, like you said, like the truth of like, it's very like a fork in the road is there's this big cost. And I think that's kind of what Joshua was saying. It's sure. like, it's going to cost and like you have to decide and, and it's going to cost and you can't just kind of like you're either in or you're out. Um, and, and I think some of that is like maybe a little bit hard for us. Um, cause I think even in this of Joshua, like he's not saying this from a place of, of anger, but I think of like this love and care of just saying like, yeah. Hey, here's the reality and here's the cost. And so, you know, and then saying, okay, and if you say this, there's this like this action will follow. And yeah, so it's not just right. these empty words. And so I think even I think of like, like my home of saying, so what do we want to establish of mm -hmm. where, you know, setting those boundaries, but you like you're, you're a parent too. And right, so like yeah. in, the, in the season, so with kids still in your house, um, just like I am. And so saying, so what does it look like to you to navigate this knowing the uniqueness of our children? but then also trying to instill these things for where they are with what they can understand. And, um, you know, that each of our kids are different in a different season and mm -hmm. age from, right. I think you probably have the youngest. Um, and yeah, I, maybe I don't, but you know, trying to navigate that of what, where, where are they at and how do I instill the truths right. of, you know, in our house, you know, it's not just way to, but, but some of that is like the, the why. And so I think even for me, like with the gospel of learning, this isn't just, I'm tempted to say my house, my rules, but it's the, here's <laughs> right. why we respond in this yeah. way. Um, you know, and I love even the foundation through this of like, just beginning to set like rhythms. And so it's not perfection. It's just rhythms. Yeah. yeah. And so I think those steps of saying, okay, there's some things that are these big, like put away. And so it's like, so what do I need to just totally not have present right. in my family rhythms? But then other things of like, but then we're just going to take this little baby step today. Yeah. Um, so like tangibly, even trying to navigate of like the, right, there's, there's shows our kids aren't going to watch or games, mm, like they're okay. not going to play. Um, and it's the, and so why? And so like, how many talk about this? Cause like our, our boys like boys and for, for ours, it's some of these things where at times they're like, oh, it's like, so why do we say, don't just don't say you're going to like kill people, but like, let's actually sure. talk about this of like, oh, we actually, that's not a good thing. Like we don't want anyone to, to die. Mm. Um, right. Because why? Like God created fearfully every single person in his image. Yeah. Um, you know, and so some of that is saying, how do we model this in our homes of as we're spending time, you know, in God's word? Um, and it looks different for a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old. Right. <laughs> um, but that we try to have some of those conversations. And then there's some things where it's just like, hey, like this isn't good. And so it's not going to be present in our house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, that's and that's always kind of a curious thing, right? Um knowing that a variety of our staff have had different rearings as far as their yeah. childhood and yeah. the way that uh, Christianity was presented. And and some of us, it, it kind of came from this perspective of like, God is a God of don'ts. You know, mm. we don't do this. We yeah. don't do that. Yeah. We don't watch rated R movies. We don't, yeah. you know, some of us, we don't dance because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all over the spectrum, but a lot of how 
um, we were raised yeah. was built on a God of don'ts, yeah. not a God of do's, you yeah. know? And I think that the biggest way in a little bit of what you're saying too, yeah. is that not just telling us what we're not supposed to do yeah. as Christ followers, but also letting the things we want to be known for be yeah. the things we're known for. Yeah. Um, why don't we watch things that, that will cause like some moral compromise? Yeah. It's because yeah. I believe that as a redeemed and freed person, yeah. I was built for something more wholesome yeah. than this. Yeah. And so I will for seek sure. those things, not just to say no to yeah. the other thing, but because I'm built for this. Yeah. Um, and so, especially when you're dealing with a swath of different ages of yeah. kids, like what you're looking for when you're trying to say, hey, you know, Sawyer or whomever it was, yeah. hey, don't threaten your brother. The reason yeah. why is because X, Y, and Z is just like Christ gives grace. Yeah. Christ does these things. Christ would not do this and we're called to be Christ-like. So let's, what what are some alternatives we can have? And, and it's like, I, I love that you're saying like the, how we're raised. And I think so often we can assume I think we do have to like know how each of us are uniquely wired. Cause even with my boys, like yeah, for some, for it's sure. like the, you could handle playing this game or this cause it doesn't impact mm, you or you yeah. can differentiate or like God has like gifted you with the ability of discernment and for others, they don't. And so I think even in that, um, your like hard stop may be different than mine. Sure. And it doesn't mean that like, because you may have the free, right. Paul talks about this because mm -hmm. you may have the freedom to do this and I don't that because you're doing it, you're sinning. Mm -hmm. right? And so I think even in some of that, like to have these conversations in our families, but then also as like a church community, which I think that gets really hard when yeah, it's a sense right. of like family. And so if we're actually family, like as this whole, as we gather here, it means that, hey, when we like walk in that, right, as simple as it is like, you like your coffee a different way. And <laughs> right. it doesn't mean that like, we both don't love Jesus. Sure. And right, take that, like go on now. And, and, but yeah. I think so often we we make it that way of like the, yeah. um, right, because the way in which like the house, okay, the foundation is always Jesus, Jesus and right, that has to right. stay. But then we get to this point where it's like, hey man, right, my house doesn't have, my literal right. house doesn't have a dining room. Um, um, yeah, but we get to the point where it's like, oh man, that's wrong, dude, you yeah. don't have a dining room. And it's like, you know, my foundation is Jesus. And there's some of these things where it's like, for some of those things, we get all turned over instead of like, mm -hmm. man, with yeah. what I have, with what he's entrusted to me, with how he's wired me, right. Serving him and him mm -hmm. alone. Um, and so it can get, it can get hard yeah. as we, um, yeah. yeah, as we see that of, Hey, the the gospel like it's founded on Jesus. And sure. sometimes these other things we think, well, you, you're missing this. If and you're so you're not, missing yeah. the whole thing. And so I think we need right. to like be able to have these conversations and say, are we actually, or are we saying, no, like your house is yeah. still built upon Jesus. Mm -hmm. And some of these other things need to work themselves out. Mm -hmm. And maybe someday I have that dining room and, and maybe like this side of eternity, there's like still this work and process that's taking place. Yeah. And so I, I feel like this, you know, I won't get it right, but um, it's a lot of things that we talked about before in a way earlier series. If you're, if you're new to NCC, you may not have even been here for it. But at one point we talked about um, how if when our preferences become mm. dogma, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's it's the idea of moving or in dog, I forget how it yeah. was phrased. Yeah. But essentially when we start taking things that, are not completely scripturally concrete, dry, yeah. absolute yeah. fact. And we turn them into the equivalent of yeah. like grace level, yeah. like truth. And, and that's when it gets tough because then when you read things like Joshua, uh, in yeah. chapter 24 verses 14 through 25, you get 
you know, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You create this us and them mentality yeah. on certain things in the church, which if we're to just call the enemy what it is, Satan would want nothing more yeah. for than us to gripe about specific things that are yeah. not like biblically worth being aggressive about. Yeah. And then we cause this massive canyon-like mm. divide between mm. where you sit and where I sit. And just like you said, Matt, like we built the bedrock of this house on Jesus. And yeah. just because I got an open floor plan and you put walls up everywhere inside of yours doesn't mean that uh, we're not yeah. coming from the same vine. Yeah. Right. Um, so I guess in that being said, like you mentioned a ton of stuff, uh, that kind of hits our next thing. So when we're living in community, you know, what are some ways that, uh, we can live in community and support the preservation of gospel and grace with ourselves? You know, what is a practical way, I guess, even just to come out of the controversial section yeah. of like, not everyone falls the same on specific topics, but we all built this house on Jesus. What, what's something that you would encourage people to do when there is a difference of opinion yeah. on certain things? I think, uh, you know, I think we only see this, right? So going going way back, right? The the parable of the right the two men who built their houses, one on mm -hmm. right, one on the rock, and one right. on the sand, and the one on the sand washed away. I think we have the tendency um, to give up on each other too soon before, like, we've actually weathered the storm to see if, like, the foundation that maybe like you or I built our house on is like is actually Jesus. Sure. And I think we begin to see like. That passage doesn't say that like the man's house who built it on the rock, like that everything about it was a hundred percent okay. He just yeah. said it didn't fall. Yeah, right. You know, and so I think sometimes we can look and we can want to say, well, because like, oh, your shingles are like a little bit loose. <laughs> right. Like house wasn't built. And so I think there's this idea of like, we don't like to display like the God who perseveres, right? Mm. Who's steadfast. Like you look throughout, I mean, Let's read Judges. Let's read Joshua, right? right? Let's see that like happen. that all yeah. the times that Israel turns, right? Strong language is from the prophets where it says like, right? And they, right, they hoard after other gods. Mm -hmm. And yet, right, God is the God who, right? And the idea of like keeping a covenant, keeping God, it was all about God and it has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Um, and so I think sometimes we don't persevere. And so I think part of that is how do we, right, fight for that community of family is we have to persevere. Mm -hmm. We have to remember that like our time frames and our idea of like discernment aren't necessarily always like God's. And that's really hard because like, right, he says that, right, a, a year is like a thousand to him and a thousand are like, uh, right, a day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's that's really hard for us in a culture of let's just cancel, let's just quit, yeah. let's just move on. Yeah. Um, well, it's that, but then I would, I would even say in a complete agreement, but almost like from another angle too, it's just like, um, yeah, we do have cancel culture. We have all these different things that you could name it yeah. and, and we'll pretty much be on the same page. I would say also too, like adults, as, as we've kind of like walked through life, you know, there's a certain level of like security we have to mm. be able to supply for our family and a fear that we have that we could get fired or be expendable or mm. lose our like place of opportunity. Um, the crazy thing I would say is just like, you can't get fired from the body of Christ. Like mm. even, even if a person like were to act like you are, you can't get knocked out of the body yeah. of Christ. Jesus will always have a, a redeeming opportunity for you. Jesus will always have grace in, in his word. He will always have truth for you if you're ready to receive it. Um, but you need to know that like just as much, I can't push you out of having yeah. grace 
no one should feel inclined, and this is myself included, no one should feel inclined to make you feel like you're not a part of it either. Yeah. Um, and so in that same way, like you're saying, it's just like we need to be very slow mm. to mm. start to like criticize the architecture if we're, yeah. if we're going with the builder thing. But even to say too, it's just like don't get caught in the fabric of believing that the same fears and, and at, at times like rational ones you yeah. have about your yeah. like secular, like the, in other words, like outside of the church, all the things that, you know, the economics of everything is just like, man, I really hope that today goes X, Y, and Z. Yeah. When you approach the church, the body of Christ, what God has for you to fear in the same way, even though culture would tell you to be that way subconsciously, like yeah. it's not rational. No. And I love, like, I love that. So I think we see right that paul says right we've been given the ministry of reconciliation sure and i think where we see this like that's such a good word because it really is like if god god is father not you not i yeah right even though right earthly we are fathers right we don't we don't bear that like title that only god can bear of like father with a capital f um that we're brothers and then right for the the community like brothers and sisters and so with that like we do we don't get to decide yeah who who is right that's him he's the, the one that works he's the one that saves and that's such a good i think convicting and like uh we need to search ourselves and say have i postured myself mm -hmm. in a way that wants to say nah this person doesn't get to be a part of god's family yeah. and that's not our role um and, and i think like where we where we struggle and we want to push back is like, well, haven't you read Corinthians where it's like expel yeah. the more And it's like, well, have you read like second Corinthians where like there's this follow up in the conclusion. And so I think it's like the whole idea of that was like, let this one who in that moment wasn't responding to the truth of God, like see the warmth that his family that was missing to say, oh, like this thing I was chasing after isn't worth it. And so I'm going to give myself back to Jesus and then be ready to like welcome them back with open arms. But yeah. I think too often is what you're saying, like where the fears that we feel, I think sometimes it's because we've postured those in the church of the, yeah. right? There should be accountability. Absolutely. But with that, yeah. you can't just have accountability because it's we're also called to mm -hmm. the ministry of reconciliation. And I think that's the hard part because it's easy. And for some of us, like it's felt good when it's this, Got rid of the right the immoral one from among us, yeah. but it's like the no, like, am I also then like broken because this one who is a yeah. brother, even a, a lost and hurting or wandering, um, that right, my end goal is not just to get them away, right, but to that they would come home, right, um, yeah. and that's community, that's family, right. and that's redefining it, and that's like the beautiful picture of the gospel, yeah. And so, I mean, everything you're saying is too, it's like restoration rehabilitation any of those things if if yeah. anything like my comment and kind of like coming around and realizing like one could see it as no let's ditch accountability because it doesn't that doesn't yeah. matter and that's not what i'm saying yeah. if anything accountability and performance driven evaluation are two different things mm. oh 100 like, yeah and that's and that's, a good word. and that's what i was meaning yeah. it's just like yeah. being accountable because scripture is real like in that in that too just a lot of what you were saying too it's just like oh we got rid of the immoral one yeah. realistically we all were immoral at one yeah. point yeah. It's just a matter of what vices and what slice of the pie we we cut off in a sense sense. And so if anything, I'm saying accountability, hundred percent, like the Bible encourages that. Yeah. But it's when we get to yeah. this performance level stuff, if I'm not delivering, if I'm yeah. not contributing, and then at what point do I feel like I didn't do enough? And I'm and oh man, where am I with my life? So so let me ask you then, because I think this is where so in our specific context of a church of like Right on Sunday, there could be like 700 to 800. How, how does that flesh out? And so, and maybe drive in like 
how you've seen just in your church church culture as you've you've worked in in multiple spaces um i've kind of only known here um but this this need for accountability but in lines with like community and relationship and why we have to move beyond right it's really hard to do accountability in the way that you're saying when it's with 700 people. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that dips right into what I was hoping we could land the plane yeah. on a little bit is that if you're looking for the 700 to hold you accountable, you're going to be left to your own devices on <laughs> determining how that's working. Um, which how, how do we, how do we do like, okay, so if I'm a new person, if yeah. I'm coming into church yeah. and I just want to be a part of what's happening, one of my first things I'll be encouraged to do. And the first things I'll feel inclined to be a part of is volunteering. Yeah. Um, and if I base my community exclusively on the Sundays and Wednesdays that I find myself volunteering, yeah. I'm going to be left without because I'm pouring out, but I'm never being poured, yeah, into. poured into. Um, and then the, the real problem with that is that eventually when I'm not able to pour out because I'm drawing from an empty cup, then the problem is, is like, I feel like I am not good enough yeah. and that, and that yeah. my level of, of contribution to the church is, is, is failing. And what starts yeah. out is like, points of self-condemnation turns to apathy, turns to not showing up, turns yeah. to not delivering, turns to this all this like just absolute downpour of not great things. 